If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Hello and welcome to episode number 51 of the Photo Business Help podcast. It's exciting to be moving closer to 100 than I was last time. Uh, I mentioned in episode number 50 that you should always celebrate your wins, whether they're big or small. And I talked a little bit about how for me getting to this point in the show with 50 episodes has been a really big milestone in terms of my history with sticking with stuff and being consistent and you know that consistency is something I talk about a lot and it feels really good to be getting better at that skill I guess you'd call it so excited to be on episode number 51 excited to have you here with me especially if you've been listening for a while or if you're brand new thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is starting out, if you haven't noticed, without the usual theme music and opener that I've done for the last 50 episodes. Interestingly enough, I went to the website where I got my show music from way back in April or May, and I was looking for something to do, I don't know, I was going to do an ad or something for um, one of the later shows here, and I was looking for some music, and they changed their terms and conditions saying that even if you purchase a license to use the music, they're no longer allowing it for podcasts, which obviously is a problem. And I think being above board with these things is the right thing to do. So I wrote to the owner of the website and said, hey, I've been using your music since before you changed your terms and conditions. I'd be happy to pay for a different license, um, but it's my theme song and my theme music and my intro outro music. Luckily, he responded. He was gracious enough to let me continue to use it for the episodes I had already recorded and had scheduled which was incidentally up to episode number 50. Nice round number. So here we are starting out on episode number 51. No music because we can't use it anymore, which is all good. I think uh, I'm going to just do a little search, see what I come up with. And hopefully in the next episode or two, I'll be back with uh, a new tune. So that's what's going on. Just thought I'd share it with you. If you're in the podcasting world or you're doing something with other people's art or music or photography, obviously, just make sure that you have the right permission to do so. And uh, if you don't, double check because it would just, it would have been a huge, huge pain in the butt for me if I would have gone through a few more episodes and then realized that I had to remove the music. So I would have had to go back, unpublished, re-edit, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it would have been really awful. So I'm grateful that they let me continue with the stuff I had, but um, just, just double check what you're doing when you're using other people's stuff. All right. So next, before we dive in today, today I'm going to talk a little bit about pricing. We're not going to go super, super, super detailed into it, but I do have three tips that are really, really helpful when it comes to having a better pricing structure. So we're going to dive into that. But first, I would love to hear from you. So if you're listening to this, either for the first time and you like it, or you've listened to a whole bunch of these episodes and you still like it, leave a review. The reviews help other people like you 
to find this content if they're searching for photo business help or anything like that. So it just helps the episode to show up in search rankings and it is reassuring for people looking for something to see that other people have listened to it, to see what other people have to say about it, and uh, just to get a general sense of what's going on. You know how reviews work. I don't have to tell you, but please, if you haven't, take a couple seconds and leave a review for this show. I would really appreciate it. I'm glad that you're getting value. I would love if you could take a couple seconds and share the love and help other people find this show and help me to reach more people as well. So Jennings.photo forward slash review is the way to do that. That's Jennings.photo forward slash review. Okay, so three tips for better pricing. Number one, I talk about this a lot, but it's the most important one. Know your ideal client. And why is that important? Because you need to know who you're pricing all of this stuff for. Are you working with people that are on a budget? Are you working with students? Are you working with really, really wealthy business owners? Who are you working with? If you don't know who your ideal client is, you're not going to have any idea which market to price your work in. So if your ideal client is a middle class Midwestern family with 2.5 kids that has a little bit of extra income to spend on things like photography, that is going to be a market that you want to research and price around. If your ideal client is a wealthy seven plus figure entrepreneur and they are the sort of person that needs regularly updated headshots and creative branding shots, you are going to have to research that market. They're totally different markets. So when I get questions like, how do I price stuff? There's certainly certain formulas that are helpful, and I'm not going to dig into those today, but knowing your ideal client is the first step in any pricing situation. So if you're kind of not sure who your ideal client is, that's totally okay. Uh, and your ideal client can change. That's also okay. Mine has changed over the years. So it's cool. You don't have to know exactly what's going on, but head to jennings.photo forward slash 41. It's the number 41 not spelled out. Jennings.photo forward slash 41. And this is from episode number 41, where I dove into knowing your ideal client. The reason that you want to go to jennings.photo forward slash 41 is I've put together a ideal client worksheet. It takes about 10 minutes to fill this thing out, and it will give you so much clarity on who your ideal client is. And whether you think you know who they are or not, I recommend doing this exercise because your ideal client, like I said, can change. And if you're pretty sure who they are, it doesn't hurt to get clearer. It's it's great to get clearer. It, it's really helpful to hone in on them to the point of even maybe giving them a name when you think about marketing to them. So jennings.photo forward slash 41, the number, and you can fill out the ideal client worksheet on your own time and get a little clearer about that first step for better pricing. Tip number two, keep it simple. I don't know if you guys have the sort of packages where it's like you get like 10 eight by sixes and 25 low res files with six more pages on a book if you do the second package with the third tier of you know what I'm talking about there's packages that I've seen photographers put together that are so complicated I don't even know what's going on and you probably have a hard time keeping track of stuff if that's you so keep your packages simple keep them really simple be very straightforward about what's included. Keep the base of the package incredibly simple. Shoot time, edit time, whatever kind of file delivery you have, maybe one book or maybe one print credit or something. And then 
be, you know, if you want to offer other stuff, have it be an a la carte sort of thing. That's my recommendation when you're just starting out. If you're really familiar with your business model, if you know exactly how your pricing is going to work or you're doing in-person sales, that's a totally different thing. Um, And experience will change the way that you do this. Ideal client type will change the way that you do this. If you're doing corporate clients, it's going to be a whole different thing. Either way, if you're writing proposals for big companies or if you're just doing packages for family sessions, keep them as simple as possible when you're starting out and see what people go for. Get a feel for your client before you start adding 6,000 bells and whistles that people can't even really keep track of. All right, final tip for better pricing. Target for the middle. What does this mean? It means start your pricing list. Generally, let's say you have three packages for a wedding. Start your list with the most expensive package on top, the most popular package in the middle, which is going to be a little less expensive, and your least popular and least expensive package on the bottom. There's a couple of reasons for doing this that have been studied. One is the initial sticker shock or price shock of seeing your most expensive stuff right away gives clients a bit of relief when they continue to scroll down and realize that the prices are going down. So that's that's just a psychological tip when it comes to showing people pricing. Number two, you just want to, you kind of get a feel for what is your most popular package after booking a while. And when you know where that sweet spot is, the place where most people don't have a problem booking, that's going to be something that you want to price in the middle. And uh, if you raise your prices, stay stay close to that. But for for example, my second wedding package is by far my most popular one. And there's psychology that says people tend to go for the middle for whatever reason. They don't want to go super expensive and they don't want to miss out on stuff if they go for the the least expensive. So there's a little psychology to pricing things high to low and pricing things in the middle as well. So hopefully that helps you out. Three tips for better pricing. Know your ideal client. Keep your packages simple and then target your ideal package, your most popular package for the middle price around that. I hope this helps you wherever you are. Again, these are just basic sort of tips and ideas. There are a lot of different business models out there. There's a lot of different ways to price. When you get into corporate ad, commercial photography, you're usually putting together proposals for clients every single time. You're not just sending them a pricing sheet. So there's there's different things that apply, but this would be for lifestyle, basic headshot and branding, wedding, that kind of stuff. So if you're in that space, this should help you out a lot. Remember, you can go to jennings.photo forward slash 41 and check out episode number 41. If you're not really clear who your ideal client is, that should give you a little bit more clarity around that too. So thank you for tuning in. Always, always glad to be here chatting with you. I'm here every Tuesday and Thursday here while I'm in the internet podcasting space every Tuesday and Thursday for right around 10 minutes or so. And uh, I'll be back next time. Remember in everything that you want to achieve, consistency is key.